And hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beatdown Bandits Podcast. Um, I know it has been forever, and I deeply, deeply, deep, deeply, I deeply apologize. I, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's, it's my bad. I just have not been. I don't want to say I haven't been motivated to, to get on and record something. Like, I just combination of like I haven't had the time uh, to really get on and do stuff. And yeah, I mean, I guess I, I guess motivation is also a factor in there, but yeah, I just, I just haven't, I haven't recorded. I, I guess I have really no like legit other excuse than that. Um, but season 10 is upon us, right? And uh, so today I want to discuss uh, Apex Legends season 10. And most importantly though, I'm actually going to be on vacation July 31st through August 7th. And I'm going to miss that first week of season 10 when that drops and that's kind of a bummer so rip me anyway so uh there are a few things i want to discuss of like these are the things that i want to see change right and there's tons of leaks and there's there's all sorts of stuff out there um and there's there's no patch notes i don't think that have been leaked out there so not everybody knows all the changes but um, there's tons of stuff out there and I'm trying to avoid most of it other than what I see in actually like Apex Legends trailers. Um, so the Seer trailer, Seer trailer was just released, um, which he looks super cool, right? Um, so very excited. Um, that was not somebody I I had expected. Like I was kind of waiting on this whole Pariah thing or, or Ash. Um, those ones, those are the ones that I kind of thought um, just from what I had seen were the ones that are going to be coming. So I'm excited for that. Um, but there are a couple other things I want to kind of at least discuss and, and, and go through and feel free to agree, disagree, whatever, just, just comment and let me know. Um, and again, if you're listening on, uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever, very much appreciated. Thank you very much. I always recommend to everybody to go over to YouTube and, uh, and check me out over there. You can search for Beatdown Bandits Podcast. You'll find me on my YouTube channel. It's Go Buckeye Gaming. Um, you'll find me on there. Plus, you can see the video version, which is, I don't know if that's as cool. Sometimes I share my screen and show some other things. So that's important. But today is really just my face. So maybe you want to go over to Spotify. <laughs> so those of you watching my YouTube, go over and check out like, uh, uh, you know, Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that. Google Play, yeah, and uh, <laughs> all those, so you don't have to see my face, right? Um, so anyway, I want to I want to start with guns because it's been a big topic, and obviously we have a a new LMG coming, which I'm really looking forward to. Although I'm not, I know there's not like a ton of LMGs in there, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I I guess maybe because it's a smaller category, the LMGs. Maybe that's why that was coming. Um, but the ability to add like that Dragon's Breath Thermite to it is seems pretty cool. Um, so I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of excited for it. I just don't know if it was needed um, for Season 10. But anyway, I, I digress. So speaking of LMGs, let's talk about the Spitfire. So I recently had this uh, discussion or debate on Twitch with somebody. Uh, they were talking about like the eva like oh my god we can't i can't deal with this eva anymore it's got to go it's got to go well i was kind of talking about like the spitfire and uh, the difference between the eva and the spitfire and to me like i feel like both are in a fine position like the spitfire was where it was whatever two seasons ago three seasons ago when it was perfectly fine and nobody was talking about it that's where it is now but i think everybody's just 
uh, more aware of the Spitfire. So when they see somebody using it, it's like, oh my God, another Spitfire guy, I'm about to die. You know, it, it takes, I, I don't know the math, but it, it feels like I have to get hit like 10, 11, 12 times for me to get knocked with a Spitfire. Or if I'm using a Spitfire, like I feel like I am just railing somebody basically before they get knocked. So I don't think the Spitfire is OP. It's just, you don't have to reload as much, right? So that's kind of what the LMGs are about. Anyway, um, so I, I just, I don't get the Spitfire stuff anymore. Like I get it last season. Last season, Spitfire was pretty nuts. Um, I get it. Um, it's not as effective as it was now or what it is um, this, this previous season. So I would stop worrying about that. And I know right now the EVA 8, a lot of people are like saying, oh my God, the EVA 8, the EVA 8. Um, look, I, to me, the EVA 8 is still meh. Um, it does seven damage from any distance other than right up in your face, right? Um, it's brutal up close. But guess what? Shotguns are designed to be brutal up close. Um, that's what they do. They do nothing from any distance farther than 15 feet away. So don't worry about it if you know somebody's going to run it or, or maybe stay away from people's faces if they've got a shotgun. So um, look, a, a, a peacekeeper can kill me in two shots. Uh, an EVA 8, I don't know if I've ever been killed by an EVA 8 in two shots, but um, possibly. But I expect if I get up in somebody's face and they have a, a shotgun, they're going to win if I'm sitting here trying to get them with, a, with an AR or something. So um they deserve that win so uh i don't know i mean if, like, if you look at like the mastiff from the previous season that thing was brutal right on the ground in the last couple seasons now it's it's garbage right now um because the pk is back and the eva 8 is really good so they're both really good uh the mastiff is just not intimidating uh, right now or it's just less intimidating than those others um but again you know, those, those are shotguns. Those are designed to be brutal up close. Um, so anybody who's running a, a shotgun has to get into somebody's face. So I would, I would worry less about that. Um, Cause I, I want, I don't think anything's going to happen to the EVA. So a lot of people still aren't big fans of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, if I shoot somebody with an EVA, I'm, I'm not knocking them right off of the bat anyway. Um, and all the other guns, I feel like right now, are in pretty decent shape. They've all been tweaked a lot, and they're all going to continue to do that. I just hate nerfs on things, basically, is, is really what I'm getting at. Um, uh, however, that being said, I would not mind. Um, I think the only thing that right now is like in just a garbage spot is kind of the P20. Um, now, it, is, it can be a really good gun, uh, especially if you get a good mag on it and... Uh, you know, you're just lighting into people. Um, it's a decent gun, uh, especially off drop or as a secondary, because um, it's a quick switch and, and you can start light, you know, lasering into somebody. So I don't mind it as a, as a secondary, but I kind of feel like it almost needs those hammers back again um, or something, some other ability with it or, or some other like slight buff, not ability, slight buff to it. Um, I'm okay with that. Um, but I mean, even the, P, the P20, um you know i can still get i can still kill people with it and i i know that um but is it better than any other gun no um i i don't think so um the the beak since it got the the six shots now um i i don't feel like 
I feel like that's probably stronger than the P20. I would I would rather have the the Mozambique as a secondary than the P20. Um, now there, I, I know also that there's supposed to be guns that are designed to not be as awesome. Not every gun you pick up should be a R301. Um, so that's that's part of that RNG factor of a battle royale, right? So um, so again, I'm okay with crappier weapons, but um, I don't think the P20 and even like when the hammers were there. I don't feel like that many people were picking up the P20. Um, I loved it. I used it quite a bit. I don't really run the P2020 anymore. So that might be something that can just be tweaked a bit or bring those hammers back for that guy. I don't know how the beak is going to be now with six shots and hammers, but um, I don't know. I guess I don't really want to get shot with it. Um, so let's talk about legends. Um, okay, first and foremost, uh, the biggest biggest topic right now I think for season 10 is Watson. Um, and honestly, it may not have been if not for the recent patch notes with like the last event where it was Watson gets this major buff of placing 20 Nessies on the map. Uh, I think that was just like a, like a, I don't know, kick in the face to anybody who plays Watson or enjoys Watson. Like I love Watson. I I, I probably mained her from like season three through six-ish. Um, she was kind of my go-to person. And I've kind of stayed away from her ever since. Pretty much ever since like Olympus came out in season seven, I've kind of avoided her because uh, those maps are just tougher, right? So, or at least tougher with a Watson. So um, that, that's, that kick in the face with the whole major buff um, is probably why it's even a bigger talking point. Um, now I get it. Uh, response thing is she has such a high win rate. She's like the second highest win rate or whatever. I mean, this has been said by everybody. There are 15 people total that play Watson, right? Everybody else has a much higher pick rate. She has a high win rate because the, the, the 15 people or so that actually play Watson are very, very good. They are the best Watsons who have stuck it out since day one right so like if you look at like burnout right dude's gonna win a lot of games as well because he's the number one number one watson i think on these like pc still but um you know you look at guys like that they're gonna win a lot of games with watson so yeah she has a high win rate because of the gods that play her right um i i think it's more important to look at pick rate like how fun is somebody to be or somebody to, to play as right um, so that, that, that makes sense to me, but she has like the lowest, like the second lowest pick rate. I think it's fused in Watson, if I'm not mistaken currently. Um, so now I, I know devs like want to kind of avoid buffing her because of that win rate. So, um, it's just infuriating, uh, to me and, and probably a lot of other Watsons. I know a, a handful of other Watson players uh, that I like at least watch on Twitch or whatever that say the same thing. Um, a lot of them even have like in their description of their, uh, of their stream or the title of the stream hashtag buff Watson. So that's something to look at. Um, now on the, the, the flip side. So I have some, some, some notes here that I wanted to make sure I did not forget on the flip side, which is very counterintuitive of what they're saying is they are talking about and looking at a buff for Gibraltar because he isn't great in pubs. Well, guess who is not great in pubs is Watson, right? Watson is not great in pubs. She's, she's, pretty good in medium to higher ranked games right nobody uses her in, in pros anymore because she's useless 
Um, the only place where she's really played is like gold and above because people are starting to play a little more strategic at those levels and they want to play a little bit smarter. They know how to play with a Watson. I mean, if I'm playing with Watson and I jump into a game in, in bronze or a silver lobby, um, nobody cares. Nobody's going to play around a Watson. They're just going to go and do their own thing. Um, but in the gold levels and, and, and plat and diamond stuff, it's like, there's, there's a lot more points on the line. So they start, you know, playing a little more strategic and, and using their brains a little bit more. So in anyway, uh, <laughs> again, she's just not great in pups and, and neither is Gibraltar because nobody plays with Gibraltar or plays around Gibraltar. So, um, you know, that's, that's the point of kind of those legends. And you kind of look at like crypto as well. So crypto, Watson, Gibraltar, they're very high skill gap legends. Like you can just go in and play them and you're not going to be super good. Um, Gibby by himself, or if you don't know what you're doing, is pretty useless. Um, crypto, same thing. You got to know what you're doing. You got to know what you're doing if you're going to play Watson in pubs, Gibby, crypto, right? They're, there's high skill gap uh, people. So they can be played like very, very wrong. And when somebody knows what they're doing, plays with them, they're very devastating, right? So just people don't play them in pubs, all right? Uh, and plus those legends are slower. Um, they don't have any type of speed to them or mobility to them. So people play pubs matches because they want to get kills. They want to go fast and they want to get on to the next game if they die. I mean, that's why people leave games instantly in pubs matches, Right. If they get knocked, it's like, man, I'm just leaving. I don't care if I get revived, respawned, whatever. I don't even care. I almost want to jump into the next game and, and get into that game and, and die there too. So it's not a big deal. Um, you know, it's just people don't want all that downtime. Right. They don't want to wait two minutes to see if somebody gets their banner and, and another minute to see if somebody goes and, and respawns them. They just, you know, that, that's, they don't, people don't care about that in pubs. So, those people need to have something for pubs. So why a buff to Gibraltar so he's more fun in pubs? Why the same for Watson? Gibraltar also has a pretty high win rate. Um, so I don't I don't know what respawn is doing. It's it's very very confusing to me. Anyway, so Fuse is, is the next person. Obviously, Fuse needs a lot done to him. I mean, at this point, I don't even know. Um, the knuckle clusters, clusters could probably be a little better, I guess. Um, those aren't very intimidating. I don't know. I think I got killed by one knuckle cluster in Arena's game. Other than that, I don't think I've ever been really killed by a knuckle cluster. Um, and the ultimate um, is intimidating, like especially if it's indoors, but really anywhere outside. Like I feel like I can jump over it with very little damage. It's just not intimidating. Um, especially when Fuse's team doesn't want to push it either. It's like, oh my God, there's fire everywhere. Most people don't go running through it regardless. So uh, Fuse's ultimate needs to be more intimidating or something. I don't know. Um, make it almost like where Caustics was intimidating a couple seasons ago, uh, where you just do not want to go through it. If it was like brutal fire, then it would be different. Um, but he's just a bad legends with abilities that seem cool or could be great and they just are not super effective all right so rampart look easiest fix for rampart um oh and i want to go i want to jump back to watson too but rampart look super easy easy peasy fix on her right is the ability to take sheila off of the mount and walk around with it um it, she would have to be really slow 
you know, a really slow turn, right? So she's not like super mobile running around with a giant LMG. But if she could take it off of the mount and move, that would be because that's the thing is like if you just slightly flank her or or the ability, honestly, even if she could 360, she that would be an okay buff. But I think just taking the thing off, she would be a pretty legit legend. Um because the fact that she could go anywhere, hit a bounce pad with a Sheila, that's pretty, pretty insane. And I think those things are coming. There's there's some type of major buff coming for uh, for Rampart. Um, so, and, and maybe it's just that the new LMG with the fire ability that could also be, because I think what they say, a new spicy change is coming for Rampart. It's probably just that. Um, so jumping back to Watson, I think one real cool fix for her is one, you make the defenses be a little bit more effective, right? So they do a little bit more damage. Um, and then two, I think the ability to turn them off and on, that's the one thing I've wanted for probably five seasons is if I could turn it off and on like the ability to hit one button and I can control Mirage's decoy, be the same ability that I could use um, to enter a drone if I'm crypto or whatever, uh, same button, to, to turn off and on Watson's fences. It would be super fun, uh, super intimidating, especially if the fences were a little bit more effective. Um, I think that's a really great ability. You could also play with the ultimate and her not put the ultimate down on the ground, but it stays on her back. So she has that mobile ability. And the only way, and, and that way I also cannot be shot by an, uh, an enemy team. So as long as she is near her teammates, she can heal their shields and she can stop um nades and bombardments or whatever from coming in i think that's a, another great ability it's already on her back again she just turned it on and it has a cooldown period just like a, the other one would so that's a real easy fix i think for that um so uh, pathfinder so um i was literally just talking about pathfinder today so kind of poor pathfinder like i know like he had his heyday of when he was super strong and really good so i i get it um but why is his only passive ability the ability to scan beacons? There are three other legends that can do the same thing. Um, plus, they have additional passive abilities beyond that, right? So when you look at, at Valk, right, she can flip and fly. That's her passive ability as well. You look at Bloodhound, he can, he can track people. That's part of his passive ability as well as the little tags on the ground. Somebody was here 12 seconds ago. You know, that's that's his. Uh, and the crypto has about 600 passive abilities. Um, but the biggest being that he does not have to be in his drone for it to continuously scan. Right. So they all have those other abilities. And um, so I don't I don't know what you do with with the uh, Pathfinder with his like if you add an additional passive ability to him. I think, um, I mean, the only thing I could really think of uh, which would make sense is maybe he's not affected by caustic gas or maybe he can see through Bangalore smoke. Um, you could also play with like some type of other ability of him having an additional grapple, like some type of like a lasso or something like that. That was something we were discussing. Um, I was discussing with a friend a couple weeks ago is like uh, just lassoing people with Pathfinder and uh, we have a, a video on that. It's super silly and goofy, um, but a better ability to do that might, might be cool because normally if you grapple somebody, you're kind of pulling yourself to them. But if you have the ability to really to pull them in, 
regularly um, without having to something something in your like body to stop yourself from pulling them, that that would be pretty effective as well. I don't know how you work that in, but I think that would be pretty cool. So um, moving on. So things I want to see in season 10. So I've got like six things here. I'll make them pretty quick. Um, and then we can kind of jump on. So uh, number one is is Seer, right? Like that that to me is like the biggest thing coming in season 10. It usually is of the biggest thing is a new legend um, because it changes things so much or a meta or whatever. Um, but one, he, he just really needs to drop as a, as a straight up like badass, right? When you look at Valk and Horizon, they dropped as like total badasses, like game-changing, in the meta, they were both in the ALGS, right? Super effective. Um, awesome legends, great. They did need a little tweaking to kind of come down to a more manageable level, um, but they came out as good legends that people wanted to play. Um, and then you come out with people like, you look at the opposite and look at like Rampart and Fuse. So they're just kind of using the last several seasons. You look at Rampart and Fuse, let's just call Spade a Spade. They kind of sucked right uh pretty uh pretty underwhelming um so i think when legends drop they need to be somebody that you want to play somebody that's entertaining and effective and good if they're if they're below average then why would i want to play that person off of the bat i want them in the middle or above and i know their their goal is somebody in the middle um i want somebody on the higher end and then they can tweak it down if they have to um, number two, um, I haven't really talked about this much, and, and I have a friend that mentions this quite a bit, and the more that I think about it, the more that I feel like this is pretty important is a replay theater, um, that type of ability. You know, a lot of AAA games have this now. Um, it's something I've utilized in, like, even, like, GTA quite a bit, is they have, like, a content creation section, um, and as somebody who wants to make cool content, like, this is really good feature. Um, it's, it's pretty easy way to do this really as, as well. So, um, and even if somebody isn't like a content creator, it's really based around people who want to do those things. But even if somebody is not, they can still sit back and kind of enjoy the ability to go back and watch their gameplays and different perspectives and stuff like that. And, and kind of almost like a self-coaching thing. Right. So, uh, but to me, I want to, I want to see different perspectives and different views and it's, it would be the, the content that could come out of it is unlimited. It, it would be amazing. Uh, number three, this isn't like super amazing, but like a higher max level. Um, a lot of people have been obviously stuck on 500 for a very long time. Um, so like, I guess going up to like a level 999 or even like hitting 1000, whatever, um, better rewards for those things as well. Um, the kind of downside of hitting level 500 while it was cool is like now I just don't get as much cool stuff, right? So um, just getting some packs every, you know, two levels, three levels or whatever, it would be very beneficial. Um, nine times out of 10, the packs are just, you know, two common items and a rare item anyway. So, you know, whatever. Um, so I, I think that would be, uh, you know, great. Um, now I don't have tons of time also like related is uh, I don't have tons of time to like grind ranked and get up to like diamond or higher. I just don't have that time. I only play like twice a week. Um, 
but if I do ever have that time or like one time, like I'm only going to play, play ranked in one season and I'm going to do that, then I want like some type of actual, like legit reward for hitting diamonds or I'm never going to hit masters, but, um, <laughs> calling a, calling a spade a spade. Um, but if I were to get to that level, like I want something more than like a temporary dive trail or uh, a charm like dude like i have hundreds of charms and what there's like 20 guns like what am i going to do with all these charms there's so flipping many of them so when i unlock a new charm every other day and it's like great i totally forget all the charms i have so uh the charms are not i know they're like super easy to make and they're a cheaper thing to make for respawn and they're easy to give out um because it doesn't really cost them as much um so that's why we all have hundreds of charms and less of everything else um but uh yeah i'm kind of sick of those charms uh not gonna lie so something better than that um i don't know what it is um you know the badges fine great i don't really pay that much attention to badges unless i see predator master and 4k and 20 bomb those are the only badges i really recognize anyway so um are the ones that i care about if i see like champion squad or whatever and it's like great we're running with triple stack masters and i'm about to die so um those are the only things that i care about you know diamonds badges i don't think that many people are actually like intimidated by um so yeah uh number four uh cross progression now i this, this would be a pretty sweet thing and i know financially it doesn't make that much sense to do it uh for respawn but i know it is something they're talking about it seems like it's going to be maybe a season 11 thing or a a 10.5 thing um but it at some point i would like to switch to pc i right now I, I just play on xbox so yes i'm a xbox plebe um so feel free to to make fun of me for that but uh, at some point i would like to make that switch to pc um i just need to upgrade my pc or just straight up get a new one at some point but um i've got a lot of time invested on console stuff that um, moving to a new one is just kind of frustrating, right? There's a lot of time and effort and money into, into what I do have, um, that making that switch over is, is, um, it's frustrating, right? And especially if I make that switch over and say, I just get burned out on Apex in six months, like that's even going to be more infuriating. So just getting it now, <laughs> I think, uh, would be more beneficial, uh, for a lot of people. And especially if like the people who have it, um, so if I don't lose those things, that would be ideal. Um, so if there is no cross progression and I would switch to PC and, and then I get burned, I, I would, I would just be, I would be kind of, kind of bummed, not going to lie. So, uh, yeah, let's get that pro cross progression going, please. Uh, number, f uh, let's, let's go, let's go to this one first. Number, so number five, I have two left, right? So I have two left. I didn't know which one I wanted to end with. So number five, uh, the care package gun changes, um, I don't know what, I mean, obviously the Kraber uh, needs to say, maybe it's like going back to the OG ones, um, uh, like the Mastiff, Kraber, and maybe the Devo, um, I guess, especially since we're getting a new LMG, putting the Devotion back in the care package with the Mastiff and with the Kraber. That way you have an LMG, you have a Sniper, and you have a, a Shoddy. I feel like you're good at every distance right there, right? So uh, going back to those... Um, I feel like would be good. Um, one, the, the triple take is just not intimidating. Um, and I don't like 
taking the you know the r99 and then the prowler and, and putting those in the care packages that, that's just like frustrating for people plus like the prowler was always my favorite gun and uh i just obviously don't get it very much anymore so getting that prowler back on the ground i think is really important at least personally to me i, I loved that gun either mode select fire or the five five round burst it's just so so fun but yeah the, the triple take is just underwhelming i think i maybe used it three or four times like i'm just not doing anything with it um it's just just kind of underwhelming right all right so finally number six last one and then uh, and then i'll wrap up so uh the significant map changes we're, we know we're not getting a new map um but i think significant map changes uh in less lava now i i know that's asking a lot <laughs> for respawn to do um, because they just like to set fire to things and, and blow up their map. And obviously we know the harvester is, uh, is about to just straight up blow up or something to that effect. Um, so it's going to blow up, obviously create probably like a giant crater, crater, creator, crater in the, in the center of world's edge, um, which kind of sucks. And that's probably just going to set everything else on fire around it. Um, I honestly don't need every POI to be just surrounded by lava. Um, it's kind of annoying and it just seems, is it, is it lazy? I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like making other changes would be cool. And I know they want to stick to like a story and the lore of Apex. Um, and I can, I can appreciate that. There, 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 there needs to be some type of a story about why things happen. Um, but just everything blowing up constantly uh, is just kind of annoying. Um, so why can't you have a company come in and try to fix things and, and fix the giant cracks in the earth? Why not that? So I don't know. Um, I'm just kind of tired of fire and, and setting it on. It's a big giant meme now at this point of, of you know, respawn map changes coming, which means just set everything on fire, right? Um, so like jumping back to like season six. So let, let's talk about like their last, like legit, like map changes to world's edge. Going back to like season six, which to me was like the worst season. In my opinion, I, I started on day two of apex. So I've got the birthday badge. I played every season. I, I've, I've, I've played at least a couple times a week, um, since unless I'm on vacation, but, um, uh, I've always played. And uh, season six was by far the season I played the least amount, uh, was my worst season statistically, the one I just hated the most, I was just depressed. So the reasons why is one, it was it was Rampart season, so kind of meh anyway, I didn't really want to play Rampart, Rampart just wasn't that cool to start with, she seemed cool, was not effective. Um, but then the map changes, like you had to like launch site and whatever the other ones are called, but there's like three of them, right? like a few new POIs and uh, they just were not, uh, it's just not enough for a full season of content, right? It was like enough for like a month of like checking out all the new features and the new locations and yeah, everything's cool. Great, great, great. Now I'm tired of it. And uh, oh, we're only a month into the season and I got to deal with this for a few more months. Uh, it, was, it was a little frustrating. So um, yeah, uh, it was just boring after a month so if that's what's going to happen this season i'm a little worried if if sierra doesn't come out just like a total badass that i'm just going to get really tired of this season it's going to be like a season six for me um so i i have worries there all right so that is it um that is kind of like the things i want or i'm looking forward to or whatever my thoughts on like 
the current status of Apex anyway. So uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, if I'm totally off base on, on any of these things, or if there's other things that you're looking forward to in season 10, you know, be sure to, uh, you know, let me know in the, in the comments below. Right. Um, so that is it. Again, if you have not subbed, be sure to sub and you can also check out all sorts of new content that I'm putting out almost daily. Pretty much. I've been doing that for a very long time. Got like 1200 some odd videos on this channel so there's enough for uh, enough content for anybody out there so all right guys thank you very much for watching later